Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of UFO Encounters Worldwide. This is your host, Jesse Peak, MUFON field investigator in the state of Pennsylvania, city of Philadelphia. And we are back after a two-week kind of break, I guess you could say. Um, with the change of weather, myself and some of the guests have been sick, but we're happy to be back um, bringing another episode to you guys. And today we're going to have welcome for the first time special guest Peter Benson, who uses advanced knowledge of both technology and quantum physics to bridge the gap between science and consciousness. Uh, Peter is also using pendants and anklets, um, using his various energy tools to connect your auritic field to create a protective light around your stubble bodies of light. Uh, we'll be getting into exactly how he created these pendants and what they can be used for to help bring you positive energy. Um, we have a lot of different information to go over. So as we always like to say, strap on them seatbelts, we're going for a ride. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 106 of UFO Encounters Worldwide. This is your host, Jesse Peak, MUFON field investigator in the state of Pennsylvania, city of Philadelphia. And today's episode is sponsored by the new podcast, Let's Find Out, with co-host Diego. You can get that information in the description of the episode below or over at our website, ufoencountersworldwide.wordpress.com. And today we're welcoming for the first time special guest, Peter Benson. Uh, Peter has been using advanced knowledge of both technology and quantum physics to bridge the gap between science and consciousness, um, among a lot of other things. Um, it all started with a kind of an awakening, um, but you all, you started out as an ASE mechanic and engineering technician. Um, can you kind of tell us and walk us through where this all started for you, Peter? Yeah, um... Yeah, as you just said, it's like I was a mechanic for 20 years um, and I migrated over to engineering technician. So I, you know, I got the hands on and then I got the more of an engineering side. Um, but what really shifted me was, um, you know, a major life shift, major life change. Let's say a family reorganization for a nice way of putting it. Um, and I was in the process of rediscovering who I was um, and trying to figure out where I fit in all of this. And what happened is from there, I started doing like sound baths, meditations and those type of things in, in the local area here in Phoenix and coming to find out different things, different aspects, um, you know, all of a sudden now it's experiential. And this kind of triggered me a little bit going from you know, very physical with it being a mechanic and very logical being an engineering tech, um, it shifted me. Um, so it was really, really interesting. Uh, at this point, I started reading um, Brian Weiss, Michael Newton's books on, uh, you know, they call it NDEs, near-death experiences and regressions um, from different people, understanding uh, the different aspects that people bring in to this lifetime and trying to help them clear these issues through regression uh, that Michael Newton actually ended up having a complete design and understanding of what is on the other side. After reading these books, I'm like, okay, there's far more here than I understand. Um, then I went into just doing some regular research and I found Slim Sperling. Slim Sperling came out with, uh, I'd say, more of a rediscovery of utilizing copper and twisting it and having a, you know, like a single copper wire, folding it over, twisting it, and then cutting it to specific lengths. Um, and he found this through a sales guy coming by and saying, I was like, I can reduce your heating and cooling by doing, you know, utilizing this tool. And he's like, I don't think so, but okay, what do you, we'll, we'll you know, understand the technology behind what he was talking about. Okay. Um, it, yeah, it was really interesting. So Slim actually said, okay, the guy left and it's like, and Slim and his friend, Slim was more of like a, he was a Marine, you know, not Marine, but a Navy guy. And he was more like I am. He was very much a hands-on understanding, being able to work with physical materials and work things out. And his, his good friend 
was more of a physicist. So the two of them kind of got together. One was science, one was the mechanical of making it happen. And they understood that when they did that, that one solid piece of wire and they, you know, raised it onto itself and created like a loop similar to wearing a ring that the energies of a ring have a positive and negative side to them if they're not twisted. Um, so what they found was it's like if you actually utilize a solid wire ring with the positive side, it's perfectly fine and it's very healthy and very helpful to every everything living. But if you put the negative side to a living organism, it becomes like an anti-life. Really? Um, yeah. And what they found was is like somebody was just you know kind of screwing around with one of that with one of the rings and he put the negative side to his chest, his heart stopped. So they got it running again and he was he was fine, but it's like, okay, we're not doing that again. Yeah. So they destroyed that ring. Um, so what happened is Slim found out that if you take the same wire, um, make it you know twice as long, fold it over, and then twist it clockwise, creating a positive field, and then making that cut and brazing it onto itself, connecting those two wires back onto each other, you're creating a field of positive a positive field in both directions, basically creating a, a dub, dual direction torus field. Uh, the same thing that Nassim Haramein talks about in the quantum field and how everything is a torus generator. The universe is a torus generator. We are a torus. So this is where Slim Sperling and Nassim Haramein really come in together of the same quantum physics. So it's really interesting here. Um, so I ended up starting creating these rings and coming to find out when you go create them, um, the intention behind what you're doing has to be on the positive side of things and then with the positive intention in understanding what you're doing. It took me a little while to get the tensor rings to actually start to function. Uh, but the one day I'm like, okay, we got this going and I was actually making a larger one and I was actually standing in the middle of it when I braised it together and all it lit me up like I like stuck my fingers in an outlet and I'm like, oh, this thing's working. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> it was really interesting. So I was like, okay. We got this. Okay, this is cool. Uh, so it, it gets it stemmed from that. Um, and I started making different tensor ring sizes, uh, finger rings, meditation rings, um, using the different measurements they have, you know, like Solomon's cubit, the, the royal cubit, sacred cubit, lost cubit, and all these different lengths are frequencies. So if you do with the uh, one that Slim was working with was, I believe, the sacred cubit, which is more of a root chakra energy, very foundational physical body. The lost cubit is more of a heart-centered, emotional field kind of tensor ring. But they also have uh, the Solomon's cubit, which is a sound-based tensor ring, changing the color of sound. Hmm. And these are just copper, well, copper uh, pieces that you're cutting? Yeah, it's, it's, it's copper wire. Then um, you take a long piece of copper wire, you fold it over, and then twist it clockwise, and then cut it to those frequencies, cut it to the length, and then you braise it back onto itself, and you have a tensor ring that's actually functioning. Wow, so, that's really yeah, interesting. It's, it is very interesting. You have to be very precise on the cuts, and you have to have the intention while you're making them, or that they just don't really function as powerfully. Um, so what, what I was experimenting with was the the Solomon's cube at the changing the color of sound when I was going to the sound bath and I gave uh, four of those rings to the lady doing the sound bath and she had the, the crystal balls you know everybody's heard of the crystal balls she had 14 of them which are the regular chakra frequencies and the higher chakra frequencies so she took four she had them for a couple of days she texted me back can I have 10 more come to find out what was really happening. And this was the physical change and the real evidence that I was really looking for other than my experience of standing in the middle of ring and it shocked me. Um, I was looking for more evidence that other people could see. And what happened was, is the bowls literally got louder. Um, and if anybody's familiar with a crystal bowl, once you get it spun up, it kind of diminishes rather quickly. Um, when it's in a tensor ring, it maintains that you know, spun up frequency for a lot longer. Hmm. So it gets louder, it, it resonates longer, and it actually changes the actual frequencies to a more 
uh, harmonious frequency instead of a disharmonic energy. Um, if the ball wasn't 100% correct, it would actually kind of correct it. Um, so when she was actually playing them with all 14 bowls going, you could actually fill the room completely with the bowls as they were. Now she had to change the way she was playing them because they were getting overly powerful. So she had to actually change the way she played them. So this was the first physical evidence I saw about um, how these tools really functioned. And these would physically That's change the way you feel, correct? Oh yeah, that they do. They change the way you feel for sure. Because we see within like ufology, for example, we see different frequencies that change the way people think and the way they react and do things. So this is extremely interesting that using the crystals and the, the pieces of different lengths can do this and replicate that. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's it's more if you look at it more of a like a cymatics when you actually see sound frequencies modifying a physical thing, like a sand pattern. So you're looking at the actual, the dynamics of our existence and the frequencies we're modifying. So the, the tensor rings are actually functioning on a frequency level that actually impacts energetically and physically our environment. Hmm. So it was, so they're really powerful tools. So like, for, for example, if somebody is having say, you know, uh, not a really good, good vibes and they're they're kind of really down on themselves they can use these these tensor rings to kind of boost their energy level and kind of make them feel uh better in their chakras and give them an upgrade right in a sense i guess yes absolutely no we can we have we'll have to define that a little bit more but yes um yeah sure go ahead let's let's go back to so i was doing the the tent i was doing healing work with the lady who's doing the sound baths and she was we were doing a, a healing session on me because i was dealing with a lot of garbage like everybody does um and at that point i had a channeled message from archangel metatron and i'm like yeah right okay great but he told me to make um these anklets now who is and who is that like, so, okay. so the people that don't know who is that archangel metatron under how i understand them is he does the sacred geometries and he is like the guardian or protector of the Akashic records. So, you know, the, all the records that your soul has ever done, ever created is going to be in a record. You know, it's like the automatic record keeping of your soul's journey and everybody has it. So, so he does that in the course of sacred geometries. So he gave me that message, um, which was use a tensor ring, which I could create, I could create, that's not a problem. Um, put five crystals in them and cover it with a copper mesh. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. I can do this. I did, I've never heard, like, out of the five crystals, I hadn't heard of two of them. So I was like, okay, I got to figure these out. So this is interesting. Never heard of them before, but we'll find them. And the copper mesh was a hard one to try to find. So, but we found it. It took me about a year to actually source that. But what he said was create, a, create anklets out of a tensor ring, copper mesh, and these five crystals. Its goal is to keep your frequency yours as we go through these times. Hmm. So I had no idea what that meant. And, you know, I'm, I'm exploring and I'm not really feeling a lot of energies because I'm still very, you know, not as sensitive as I could have been. But I was feeling like when they get really powerful, I could feel it. But I couldn't understand how the, ten how the anklets were working. We ended up meeting a an amazing woman in San Francisco who could actually visualize the energies around her. And she tried them on and she goes, Oh, that's rather odd. She put them on and then she described it as it's like, okay, if you visualize yourself as that energy Taurus, like Nassim Haramein talks about, we're a double toroid. So we have a donut energy field coming off of our body. She goes, okay, now take a cork and put one on the top and put one on the bottom. Where does the energy go? It just recirculates. So now you're not, energy is not entering your field because you feel the ambient world, at least energetically, coming through your root chakra and your crown chakra as it bounces off your field. So I was like, that's really interesting. And then I met another gentleman. He said, yeah, when you put these on, it just recirculates your energy. And that's how he just understood it. So I got the same message from two different people. That's interesting. So, so if you know if you know of anybody that when they go into like the big box store, Costco, Sam's Club, or whatever, 
And after about 15 minutes, you kind of want to run out the front door screaming, going, I kept, I had enough. You know, you're, you're being bombarded by all the people and all the energy coming off of them as they, you know, go through the shopping because we've never been taught how to manage it. We've never been taught how to deal with it. Hmm. But when, when, you, when you think about it, grocery shopping or going into a big box store, everybody's got their energy totally focused on what they're there to get and what they're there to do. So their focus and their intent is right there and you know, don't get in their way kind of thing. So when you're in there and you're super sensitive, you're bumping into a very alpha or aggressive energies. And by the time you leave, you're depleted and you just feel completely overwhelmed. So what these do is literally close your field down. So when you're walking through there, you can actually walk out feeling good. You've known you just went through it, but you're like, oh, I can handle this now. That's so incredible. this is what um, Metatron was talking about. So what does it actually make you feel like? Is I mean, is it an uplifting feeling or can you, can you kind of describe it a little bit? Absolutely. <clears throat> so the anklets are made of a tensor ring and the tensor rings energies are very grounding and balancing of your chakras. So you're gonna feel very balanced and very grounded when you put them on. But the side effect of the crystals, tensoring and copper mesh that Metatron talks about, it's very similar to, um, uh, it's really hard to describe that aspect. It's more like when you're in a room, you can hear everybody, you can see everybody, but all of a sudden it gets quiet, but you can't understand how. And it's really, it's a perception that we're not, you know, not used to feeling and not understanding because we've never been taught. So you'll get the grounding. Everybody feels that right off the bat. You'll feel like your feet are heavy. Um, and then the balancing thing. So you start feeling more comfortable. Um, for those that are really energetically sensitive, the minute you put them on, they'll feel a little bit grounded, but they'll feel like their energy is just expanding because their field is now turned into a, like a blockage. It's turned into a shield of, of a sort in your, in your own energy can actually kind of expand inside of your field without being compressed. This is extremely interesting. I've never heard of this before. So this is a very, very <laughs> eye-opening to me, you know, to have these feelings, to be able to change that energy like that. You know, we talk about chakras a yeah. lot and to be able to do that is, is that can change someone's life completely. And I, I guarantee you've probably seen that. Is that correct? I see it. I see it all the time. We just uh, we just got back from Greece. Uh, we were doing a global gathering for a Stargate experience. And with over 1,200 people just for that experience, and people were, I mean, I saw people putting on anklets and literally just breaking down crying, um, trying the, I have, you know, four different pendants as well. And the different pendants, one of them is for high stress and trauma, like a PTSD pendant. And multiple times people put those on and just break down because um, the, the energies of them are just so calming, clearing, and they're just protective. And it allows you to release. Um, they're extremely powerful tools. So you look at the end, the anklets, they're going to you know, protect you. And then you have a pendant on top of that. That's maybe another layer of shielding or utilizing crystals to help release calm, clear, um, on the basic levels there where you got the, with the PTSD one, it has literally 18 crystals in it designed to shield, calm, clear, and emotionally heal and emotionally let go of all those different things. And there's some very high powered uh, crystals in there. Could you tell us some of the main crystals that are involved in that? Uh, yeah, the main, well, we can go through the shielding ones. Um, the ones that are in the Metatron Anklets are the uh, Lapis Azuli, Black Onyx, Tiger's Eye, Morganite, and Tanzanite. And when I got the message, I had never heard of Morganite or Tanzanite. So I'm like, oh, those are interesting. Um, and those are the Metatron anklets. Those are the Metatron pendant. And I'll, then we go into the other pendants. They all have those crystals because that creates a energetic shielding effect. Uh, then we have the Archangel Michael pendant that has... Uh, turquoise for for more than just calming, but more of a calming effect. Selenite for actually clearing your field, getting rid of all the nasty energies you're carrying or picked up. 
And then you have the green mica, which is actually a very, um, like a rejuvenating, uh, emotional clearing and healing. The, the PTSD pendant has 10 other crystals in there, which I'd have to go and look up the list for, but there are some very potent crystals in there for the release of any of the stresses or traumas. It, they're also there for helping release and like the dream state kind of thing. So if you're having nightmares and stuff like that, it calms those out and help you purge. Uh, they're, they're, the emotional response for people when they put them on is, it, it's just profound. And when we go to shows, this is what I love going point. This is why I really love going to shows is these tools are super, super experiential. I can sit here and explain it to you and it sounds very appealing, but until you understand what it will do for you and how they impact your energy and how you feel, it's hard to really capture because everybody's different. So what do you say to somebody that may be, maybe not in a full belief of, of these, um, somebody that may be a little more taken back and, and not open to the, the crystal idea or the pendant idea and trying this? What, what, would you, what would you say to somebody like that to kind of open their mind up to this? Well, if you look at our, our basically our biological foundation, everybody is the same. We are all open and all sensitive. So what happened is we've been trained out of it and programmed out of it from being young and all that. So let's just think of it as this. You come into life, you're a newborn. And when you're with your mother, you're always calm. When you see the infant move away from the, from the mother, they get upset. And it's just the energy and they can feel it. We all feel it. So as they grow up, they start to understand that the energy is being pulled away. Okay. Um, then you start bringing them into more social environments. They start asking questions once they communicate and then they get shut down or they get, you know, kind of laughed at for saying, well, I can feel that. And they get, you know, then all of a sudden now they'll start creating barriers and walls so that they're no longer, you know, being, you know, made fun of or whatever that is. And it's not necessarily that particular way, but we are programmed into thinking that this is not real. Our social construct makes it so. So we now have to actually break that barrier down and understand that we are all this. Now, somebody's going to say, well, I don't believe in it. Well, that's perfectly fine. You don't have to. Um, the energies of the tools are, they just are what they are. Um, and if, you know, the individual is willing to understand or even just experience ex and experiment with the tools, what will happen is over time, let's just say they got anklets or put on a Metatron pendant. When you start wearing it, your shields start to break down so that the pendant will actually create a more of a beneficial shielding for you. So that when you actually go out into the public, if you don't have those on, you'll actually start feeling more. Um, and you can actually, you can work on yourself to actually open up more and more and more, knowing that these tools are there to help you. So it's, it's very much an understanding of feeling. Uh, when we were at the show, it was really interesting. People, it's like, well, I really don't want to be dependent on a tool. You know, I don't want to have to buy this product and actually be, you know, I have to wear it or I won't be able to ever be able to do anything else ever again. And it's like, well, no, that's not the way these work. <laughs> So if you understand that when you put the tool on, you feel a certain way, you can actually program your right side of the brain is going to have the feeling and understanding. This feels good. I like that feeling. Then you give the left brain something to say. It's like, okay, this feels like home. So you label it home. So your left brain now calls home the right brain feeling. So now you can program yourself every time you put it on home, home, home. Over time, you're going to program your subconscious. And then you don't need the product anymore because the program in your subconscious is going to generate that feeling, which is actually automatically creating a field because we can do this on our own. Okay. So it's really interesting. It's like whether people believe it or not, these will be impactful to them. Yeah, that's extremely interesting. This is completely blowing my mind right now. Um, great information. 
Um, I do, I do want to go ahead and take our break and then when we get back, we can go a little bit deeper into the consciousness aspect of it, because that's really interesting to me as well. Um, and how this can be used in different situations. Um, so let's go ahead and take our quick break and we'll be back right after these commercial messages. Have you always been curious about the unknown, the unexplainable? Do you find yourself intrigued by the mysterious and paranormal side of our world? Then let's find out with co-host Diego is the podcast for you. Join in on an adventure into the world of the inexplicable and get insights from experienced researchers, investigators, and experts. Listen to mind-bending discussions and fascinating stories as Let's Find Out explores the strange, mysterious, and paranormal. Let's Find Out with co-host Diego is a unique and engaging podcast that uncovers the mysteries of the cryptic and unknown. With insightful interviews and discussions, they discover the very latest theories, discoveries, and investigations that may someday give us the final answer as to what may be behind the veil of reality. Available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, TuneIn, and Rumble. This is your host, Jesse Peak. Check out our official website at ufoencountersworldwide.wordpress.com. Read up on UFO articles, including abductions, close encounters, sighting cases, megalithic structures, and more. Also, check out our new Facebook group. You'll get updates on guests every week, new events coming up, and our schedule of who we're going to have on in the future. Again, that's UFO Encounters Worldwide Facebook group and our website at ufoencountersworldwide.wordpress.com. UFO Encounters Worldwide wants to hear from you. Have an experience or a sighting you want to share? Contact your host, Jesse Peake, at ufoencountersworldwide at gmail.com today. Looking to get some UFO merchandise? We'll get some UFO Encounters Worldwide official stickers, and we also have pins. Check out our selection, DM us or email us if you're interested for inquiry, and we'll show you our selection. All pins and stickers are $3 each and $1 shipping, or you can mix and match any five for $10 and free shipping. DM us or send us an email if you're interested. UFO Encounters Worldwide would like to announce our brand new home at the UNX Network. Listen to us every Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear UFO Encounters Worldwide podcast. That's on the UNX Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second half of episode 106. We're sitting down with our special guest, Peter Benson, um, discussing um, some of the tools that he's been using and helping people with uh, giving positive energy. And uh, we kind of just did a little experiment while we were offline. Do um, you kind of want to walk us through what we kind of just did a little bit? <laughs> Absolutely. So what we want to do is actually have anybody that's really curious or wants to understand Go to the website, energiesofservice.com, energies, I-E-S, of service.com. Go into the shop, and depending on what your what catches your eye, uh, whether it's Archangel Michael or, or, or if you have high stress or trauma or anxieties or whatever it is that's going on in your life, uh, maybe something a little stronger, go to the Shamuel. Open that and open the product. So go into the Shamuel and bring the picture up for just that pendant and just visualize that pendant, okay? Visualize it on your chest, put your hand on your chest, right over your heart, and that's where the pendant's going to sit. Feel it there, connect to it, ask it to reset any energies that are on it, because now we're, we're calling in from the energetic field of a, a tool that's actually there, and then tell it to go to full power. 
by doing this, you're going to actually feel the energies working inside of your field and your energies and things will start to move. They might be mild at first, but allow them to flow. Now I'll tell you that I did this while we were offline when we took our break and I, I, I could definitely feel the energy. Um, and it was an amazing feeling. If you really, if you really meditate on that and do that, the way he just walked you through, it's absolutely an amazing feeling. Um, it was just a taste of what he's been talking about all day. Um, so in the field of, in the paranormal field, um, you know, I tell people all the time and I, I refer them to use crystals and, and to use the positive energies that they need when they're feeling down or they're having these bad encounters. Um, you had mentioned uh, something that you're, you're in the process of doing um, in this field. Uh, would you like to talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, we are in the process of developing a pendant that's called an entity protection pendant. And it creates basically a golden a bubble shield around you. <clears throat> and it actually will keep from any entities from entering your field or attaching to you. Um, any of the negative entities, they're not going to bother you. The positive entities will actually start seeing you as a golden light. And you're going to have to actually start sending them back to the light. So it's really interesting on that form. Um, there right now, we're just working on the design of uh, trays, or I shouldn't say trays, but holders so that we can actually put them together in a uniform way so that we can actually uh, you know, put them together. So right now we're it's in, the, it's in development. So will this help with people like, for example, that feel like they're, they have an attachment on them, people that say that maybe their house is haunted or they feel like something is bothering them, some kind of paranormal entity, will this help with all that? We haven't fully broken that out. Um, but we do have, uh, we have some evidence of, from the, a friend of mine who actually helped me design this pendant. He has um, the entity protection as a necklace on its own. And he went in for a minor surgery, not a big deal. But when he came out of surgery, of course, when you go in there, you can't be wearing any jewelry or anything. So he took everything off. When he came out of the surgery, he didn't clear himself. And after the surgery, all of a sudden, now he wasn't actually producing uh, white blood cells. So three weeks later, it was getting rather dangerously low. And come to find out after everything's, everything's said and done, was he had an entity it was, that actually came into his field and attaching to him while he was in surgery. Really? But when he put the pendant back on, it trapped, him, it trapped it in his field, and the entity got pissed. So it actually it wrapped itself around his kidneys and his kidneys stop producing the enzyme that triggers your bone marrow and your, your system to create white blood cells. So the minute they you know, took the pendant off and cleared his field and put the pendant back on, entity's gone, blood work goes back to normal. Wow, that's incredible. So yeah, we have a, uh, it's a basically it's a prayer or, you know, or whatever mantra, whatever you wanna call it. So what you do is you actually say this mantra and clear yourself before you put the pendant on and then you're good to go um we're working on actually having a, a little mantra to actually about once a week you know call in any entities that have actually found you as a light source to show them how to go back to the light and then you just basically you know bring them in open a portal tell them to go home close the portal and you're done but that's what this tool is gonna to be able to do. You're gonna be able to actually keep yourself protected from entities and also you know, send the entities that are lost home. Okay, okay. Now, when someone does get their pendant and whenever it's any kind of pendant, we can, you know, if they get anything, um, do you, is there any instructions that you send people away with to do? Because when I've, rep, when I've you know, um, said to other individuals to get crystals and help to help them. Um, you know, I, I let them know that they have to believe in it in a sense, but is there any instructions that you give when you, when they get their pendants? Well, I have, um, basically what we do is we have the YouTube channel and we have a, not a lot of videos up there, but we do have an instructions on the, the intention controls for these tools. So like we just walk through the connecting reset and full power. You know, you don't even have to say those out loud. You just think it and it controls them. So these, you can actually tell it to do anything. Um, it's like, okay, I want to clear any of, you know, the, you know, pull it from its roots. Um, the, you know, the source of whatever problem you're working on. 
So when you're saying it that way, I'm gonna pull out uh, the aggravation of whatever this is from its roots or by its roots. What you're basically telling the universe is I wanna remove any and all aspects of that issue from any time and space. So any lifetime that it may have been, you know, because we're learning things over many, many, many lifetimes, you may have been triggered over 10, 15 lifetimes for that same problem. Okay. Pull that all out, pull all the energies from it out. So now you're no longer dealing with it. Interesting. So if somebody, uh, you know, they go and they get a pendant um, and they don't believe, would, would that affect anything any which way? Or is the energy too strong that it will still do what it's supposed to do? The tool is what it is. So it's powerful in its own right. The more you actually work with it and understand how powerful you are as an individual, you know, as we are as a light being, you know, quantum physics shows us this, that we are in full control. Quantum physics tells you it's like we can control the output of any experiment by thought. So <laughs> we are energy, we are thought. So just thinking of it that way, these tools will listen to you and work with you. The more you allow and work with it, the more powerful it becomes and the more you can get done. Awesome. Awesome. I'm happy you said that. <laughs> I try to tell people that a lot, you know, you try to believe in it, be there, be, get involved with it, believe in it, and it helps it work better. So that's great. Um, so I guess let's kind of talk, can you talk a little bit more about the consciousness aspect of all this? Because that's an interesting aspect today and more and more people are getting involved with consciousness and this plays a big role into these amulets that you have and the pendants. Yeah, the consciousness aspect is rather interesting because it's actually, they're almost a an etheric blueprint from consciousness itself. So they are, they're built upon an angelic program uh, you know, and I don't know if anybody's going to believe that or not. Um, but Archangel Metatron said, make these. Okay. And then the one in from an anklet to a pendant to another pendant. And I'm guided everywhere, all the way through it. So as consciousness goes, and as we just talked about, consciousness is our environment. Your mindset controls your environment. The more positive energy you can actually focus on and keep in your daily thought process, the more positive energies you're going to be you know, encountering. So, if you're if you got you know if you just crashed your car and you're really bad mood, you're going to have you know your energy is going to be repeating repeating back to you in a negative form. Um, you know, it's so that's one of those things we have to actually monitor the way we think and the mindset we create and follow and stay with. So we have to be in the consciousness side of things. What we, you know, what we think is what we create. So when we're talking about utilizing these tools in a form that's actually a positive, you want to keep a positive mindset as much as you possibly can and keep that positive energy flowing. You know, and you have to understand that we are extremely powerful in every single one of us in our own right. Um, we just don't know it. Our system of governance has shown us to be uh, controllable through religion and government, basically saying they have more power over you. So basically take the power back, allow yourself to be, what do you want to call it, uh, more self-sufficient. When you see news out there, go inside and say, does that ring true to me? So that's your consciousness. That is your own intuition. That's a, your own understanding of what reality is. Right now, we're going through a major, major problem with the whole everything going on in the world. And you have to actually sit on it and understand what is going on, what is the reality of it, and how does it feel to you? Um, you have to remember that when you're dealing with mainstream media, it's kind of funny with these tools that we're using. Um, when you're wearing these tools, you're no longer swayed by the emotional um, mantra that they keep on pumping out on the news because you're no longer going to be experiencing the emotional push that they're portraying because they're not giving you all the facts they're giving you emotional commentary so it's rather interesting when you can actually see through that commentary and i'm like okay so when are you going to start telling me the rest of the truth here yeah so it allows you to actually be you in your whole your whole self and it's rather, it's like, this is what we're, this is the path we're on, trying to be who we are and 
be true to our soul selves. Um, and doing this whole paranormal thing, you're going to be actually, if you get into the, let's say the protection pendant and you're still going out doing the paranormal work, you're going to be protected from those energies of an entity and the energies of the environment. And you can actually go out with like feeling like you're wearing, you know, plate armor and you go out there like, God, oh, this is cool. Yeah, that's, that's you know, Um, So I did have a question. Um, so now in some cases, people um, will use frequencies and energies and things like this to kind of, I guess, I would say communicate or maybe reach out to. There's the CE5 contact where people try to make contact with ET and communicate telepathy, consciousness, all of that. Um, can they be used for that? Yes. So think of it as when you when these tools are used and activated on you, you're filtering out all the distortion around you so that your field is more pure to your frequency. Um, and we discussed that these are intention controlled, so you can actually control them with a thought. So if your intention is to say, hi, how you doing? Show me those lights, you know, flash it a couple times for me. The, your message is going to be a lot more clean and pure. Um, you're not going to be distorted. Even if you're going to see a CE5 group with 30 people, you know, the energy of the group is going to build, yes, but if you wanted to isolate your field and keep your energy pure for what you want to communicate, that's what these will help you do. Hmm. And um, now, to give everybody an example, how has this changed your life overall? I mean, because this is obviously something amazingly great i mean you said you had an awakening um but can you kind of just describe that a little bit for us to give some people some hope about what this what this can do okay so the, i re, i've retired from my big corporate job that i had for 20 years um in the engineering side of things and as i was awakening about seven years ago with the anklets and the pendants and all that going on i would actually go to work with the anklets and pendants on um and you know, it, everybody understands this part. So like you go into a meeting or a conference room where there's a whole bunch of people, you have a couple managers in there, and you may have an engineer or two that have severely, you know, severe alpha problems where they're trying to portray and push their narrative over everybody else's. And you will do this. And this is why we're doing this. And, and you're looking at it going with the, when you're going in there protected, you're like, okay, that's your opinion, where is the return? Why are we doing this? What's the justification? It allows you to be, you know, bring into your power more um, and you're less prone to the energy that they project because it's emotional that they're projecting. They don't understand what they're doing, but they're projecting their energy. Now, can and it's I... helped a lot when I was in there, yeah. Okay, interesting. Now, can that, can, now, can that get you in the trouble sometimes though? Or is it just, or is it so positive that that, that kind of doesn't allow that? Well, it all depends on who you are. For me, I'm kind of more of a rebellious energy. So when I get my energy back and I'm like, I kind of ask the questions that kind of trigger people. Um, so, you know, it's one of the things it's like when we go through, when we're traveling and I'm wearing the tools, they're copper, so they're not going to trigger the metal detectors because it's non-ferrous metal and it's not going to bother it. But it's like everybody asks me, should I wear it through security when I go through the airport? I'm like, I put it in the bag and I'll let them scan it because this, the machines aren't going to be triggered, but the people will be. Okay, okay. So when you're wearing these tools, if you're going into like an environment where you're going to actually be able to hold your own energy and you know do the confrontation, not really, no, not fighting, but more of an energetic confrontation. Put the pendant underneath the shirt and nobody sees it and you're just staying in your power. Interesting, interesting. So it not only just helps you with your energy, but it does affect the, the other people around you um, as you're moving with these objects. Oh, yes. Yeah, it, when you actually, when you depending on how, sensitive the people are that are that you're working with and the like the alpha form um you know if they you know you could trigger them and they could get upset uh just depends on you know how sensitive they are because uh, you're going to be radiating energy in a positive form 
So you're not going to be influenced by them. So you might trigger them by not, you know, why aren't you listening to me? Well, I am. Well, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm hearing every word you're saying. I'm just not responding to the word you're saying because you're not making any sense. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Now, um, you know, are you guys doing anything to kind of educate the public about, about what this does for people? Have you guys, I know you guys, you said you did a couple different things. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah, no, we, what we do is we go to conferences all over the place. Um, you know, we've been literally all over the world. Uh, we do a lot of conferences. Uh, we haven't done any in the Phoenix area lately, but we've been doing a few in Phoenix area. We do California. We do the Conscious Life Expos and the Live, New Living Expo. Um, we do LA one, or Las Vegas once in a while. Uh, but we've been to Maui, we've been to uh, South Africa, Egypt, Greece, UK, uh, where we do a lot of different different places where people can experience these. Um, of course, we do interviews uh, quite a bit on different platforms so that people can understand what we're doing and how to understand the tools. Uh, but what we're trying to do is get the message out on trying to understand that these tools are very beneficial to pretty much everybody. And as we go through this time, and I'm not sure how much uh, of you understand the magnetic field is weakening on the planet because of the, you know, the, the cycle we're going through right now influences people's mental capacity. So they're less able to control you know, the, the more reptilian brain responses. You know the more logical front, you know, front prefrontal cortex is being overridden by more mundane survival instincts. So what these do allow you to be more protected and understand, and allow you to really assess what's going on in front of you. Um, so what we're trying to do is get these tools out to everybody and help them get through things and allow because allow people to understand what's going on and be there to answer questions when people just don't have a don't have an answer anymore. And, and, you know, what the energy and the positivity it brings, but this also allows you to grow as a person, as an individual, correct? Oh, yes. Um, and this is what Metatron was talking about when he brought these in. It allows you to be, you know, keep your frequency yours. And so if anybody's ever seen the Celestine Prophecy movie, uh, it was really interesting where the young lady was sitting in the garden and the young man comes over and start pushing his energy over hers. And it creates a, like a red light, blue light energy kind of field. You can actually see the representation of what energy really does. You know, it was actually the first time I've ever seen that in actually a movie. So I was like, wow, that's really cool. And it allows you to be you in your frequencies without being overwhelmed by somebody else's energy. So let's just say uh, you, you know, you're starting to understand energies and you start to like, like, okay, I really feel it when I go to the grocery store. I really, really feel it when I go into, you know, Sam's Club or Costco uh, or when I go to a big conference, it just becomes overwhelming and I'm so wiped out by the end of the day. You're starting to understand that it's more than just the physical activity and it's more than just the mental energy that you've expended. Your physical body and your neurological system has been bombarded by this energy field that we're not used to. And it makes you very, very tired. So by doing this, utilizing these tools, you're shielded. Now you can keep your vibration yours. And let's just say you're doing meditations. You can raise your vibration up and keep it there without being brought down again by somebody else. And this is where you can actually grow as a person. So let's say you go out in the morning, do, do some exercise, and then come back to a meditation, and then go to work. So you've actually gone, worked your physical body, had a little bit of food, did a meditation, raised your vibration, and you're going to keep your vibration higher while you go through your day because you've, you know, you've got the protection to do so. That's and the next day, you can do it again, bring it up higher. The next day, do it again, bring it up higher. So this is what allows you to actually, yes, grow as a human being and more in the understanding of who we are. Yeah, that's incredible. This is this has been a very uh, eye-opening um, show today, and the information has been phenomenal. So um, we're actually at the end, and I want to thank you for coming on here today and sharing this with us. Um, do you want to tell everybody again where they can follow you, where they can get more information at, um, and where they can they can get these pendants at? Absolutely, thank you, Jesse. It's been a pleasure to be on. 
Um, yes, you can go to energiesofservice.com, energies with an IES of service.com. Um, that's on the webpage. We have links to the YouTube channel. I'm on Facebook too, and Instagram, and you know the usual. Uh, but yeah, you can find me out there. And on the website, we have a calendar of events that usually shows where we're going to be. Um, right now, we're actually closing out the year, which is good. We just came back from a month away, so we're kind of wiped out. So, yeah. Sounds good. I, I Yeah, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this information with us. This is uh, something I think that's going to benefit um, the world, in a sense. Um, and I think it's it's a real good, positive thing that you're doing. And and I uh, thank you for doing it and coming on today and sharing this with us today, Peter. Yeah, thank you, Jesse. It's been a pleasure to be on. And, you know, all the audience, uh, it's been a pleasure to actually, you know, communicate this message to all of you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. And uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to episode 106 today. Um, please go and make sure you go check out our sponsor, the podcast Let's Find Out with co-host Diego. They make everything we do here possible. You can get that information in the description of the episode or over at our website at ufoencountersworldwide.wordpress.com. And again, I want to thank you for tuning in. And until next time, remember to keep your eyes in the sky. Well, I want to thank Peter Benson for coming on today and sharing his wealth of knowledge with us and his path of enlightenment and awakening that went on this path to uh, serve the people and kind of bring positive energy into people's lives. So I want to thank Peter for coming on today and sharing that information with us. If you guys want to take a look at his work, you can go to energiesofservice.com, which is his website, has all the information on what he's doing um, and, and, and just every bit of information. Um, so you can go and check that out. Next week, we're going to have special guest Jennifer Stein, who is the founder of Mainline MUFON here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, it's a monthly group. Uh, I've been going to them myself, and I'm now helping out with Mainline MUFON, uh, promoting it. Uh, there's monthly meetings in person. You can meet the people that are involved, members, field investigators, etc. Um, she's been doing a lot of different work with megalithic structures, so I'm sure we'll be touching on that next week. A lot to look forward to. Again, that's Jennifer Stein. Um, and if you guys do want to go and check her out before the episode, you can go to MainlineMoveOn.com. Uh, there's some information over there about her and what she does. Um, and please go and check out our amazing new sponsor, the podcast called Let's Find Out with co-host Diego. He's bringing the best in paranormal, ufology, and cryptozoology, um, three of the big things in today's field. Um, you'll definitely love the episodes. He's come out with some great ones lately. Um, you can get all that information in the description of the episode below. That's Let's Find Out with co-host Diego. And you can also get that over at our website at ufoencountersworldwide.wordpress.com. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in to episode 106 of UFO Encounters Worldwide. This is your host, Jesse Peak, and we'll be back with another episode next week. And until then, remember to keep your eyes in the sky.